Welcome back to A Whole Lot of Ginger with your host, Kylan Silva. Thank you all so much for listening to episodes one and two. And if you're back for episode three, thank you so much for being back. I am so thankful for all of you and for listening. Seriously, like all of my dreams, they're coming true slowly but surely. And, you know, maybe one day I'll be super famous from this or maybe I won't be. But who cares? Because I'm having fun. I am going to do a little poll on my Instagram after this, and if anyone wants to hear any specific topics or anything, just drop it there. Let me know. I'll really, you know, talk about whatever, but I got lots of great content coming up for you guys, and if you guys know anyone who thinks that my po- who would think that my podcast would be funny, just, you know, share it with them. Share it on social media if you guys want to follow me on Spotify. You know, all that jazz. Just got to say it just for the support, you know? Anyways, let's get into this episode. Starting out this morning, I didn't go to pickleball. I have taken up a new hobby, which is pickleball. And by new hobby, I have played a total of two days. Today would have been my third day, but I woke up this morning and it was gusting 25 miles an hour. I was like, no way am I going to go hit around that little wiffle ball. I already know it's going to be flying through the air. But I needed some inspiration for my early morning podcasting here. And I was like, I'm just going to go check out the pickleball area, listen to some good tunes, pregame the podcast, you know. Let me tell you, they were still pickleballing in this weather. Props to them. Whilst I'm driving down, listening to some oldies music, I am jamming in the car, right? Who doesn't jam in the car? I, I dance, sing, scream, all of the above, right? Jamming, rocking out, pull up to a red light. Car in front of me, I see the person in the driver's seat eyeing me through their, you know, the mirror that you can look backwards in. I see them eyeing me while I'm, I'm moving and grooving to radio killed music killed the radio star whatever that song is right uh uh jamming and then the passenger turns around and is looking at me giggling full force I'm like what do you not jam in your car I just kept jamming I was like you know I'm gonna enjoy it jammed hard felt good so that's how I started off this morning am I sad that I didn't get to pickleball yes let me let me tell you all about pickleball you guys okay So my one friend that I made down here, Kaylee, great gal, love her. She saw on Facebook because there's a lot of older people who live in the marathon, the town that we live in. And, you know, everyone uses Facebook for all the events. She saw on Facebook that people play pickleball every Monday through Friday, every morning. So she said she had a pickleball paddle. So she was like, let's just go, right? We show up last Friday. And I have never played pickleball in my life. I do not know the rules of pickleball, I, right? I have no idea what's going on. We walk up, some nice older people, they're like, are you guys here to play? Like, come on in, right? We're going in, super nice people, right? Everyone is so nice. But mind you, they're all like over 50, right? We are 
the youngest ones there by far, but there's 25 people there, right? They got four courts set up. There's a line, right? It's, it's going, it's moving, it's shaking. We got the old people telling us what to do, right? They're asking us where we're from and it's great. You know, we got out there, played some games. Then I went back yesterday, played some more. I mean, there's some serious people though, you guys. I met this one couple yesterday who've been playing for six years. Six years. Now, the one thing I do have to say about pickleball is, I mean, six, I, I think if I played for six years, I would be crazy good, right? Not that they weren't good, but let's just say I beat them in one of the things. So six years, two days, what are we counting? Now, some of the men, though, they got some wicked serves, but whatever. I'm enjoying the, the pickleball community a lot more than the tennis community here because listen to this. I saw some lovely folks playing tennis, right? I have played in a tennis league, you know, once you're out of college and high school and all that, and you just want to play community tennis, but you want to be in a league so it kind of like counts for something, right? You go play for the tennis association, you play in a league. I played 18 and up with my mother. I think I was a 3-0, right? So I hadn't played tennis very long though. In high school, I quit soccer. My mom got me private tennis lessons with her instructor, right? She just said, here you go. Played one senior season with Isabel, who was my doubles partner. We had a grand old time, right? So fun. So then I played league with my mom. Still so fun. I mean, I could run circles around these women, right? No one can run on the tennis court. They're all 50. And I'm over here. I was 18. I was like, bada bing, bada boom, right? Hitting ladies left and right. Just smoking them. I can't serve for shit. But you know, I can run around the court and that when everyone else has knee braces on and, you know, can't move, whatever. I was dominating, dominating. So I walk up to these tennis people. Hey, I'd love to play tennis with you guys. Are you in a league? What's going on? Right. And the one of the guys is said, oh, yeah, like, give your number to this lady. We could, you know, set you up, tell you when we're meeting, all that good stuff. Right. And I said, okay. And then I run into a lady and he's like, oh, give your number to her. So I said, cool, here's my number, right? And she's like, oh, well, you actually have to know the rules of tennis. Ma'am, I, I know the rule. Why would I ask you if I didn't know the rules of tennis? I... I know the rules of tennis, okay? And she, I was, I told her, I played in league with my mom. Oh, the USTA league? Yes, yes. Oh, what's your rank? All that stuff, right? Ma'am, you're like 60. I'm 23. I'm going to run circles around you. So then I went and was peeking on them, spying, watching. They're not even that good. Mind you, they never even texted me, okay? So I guess I don't get to be part of their little tennis group. Rude. Very rude. But they're not even that good. She was acting like all high and mighty, like they're going to be so good. Whatever. I won't be part of the tennis community here, but I'm going to be part of the pickleballers because they are all so nice. They cheer me on when I play. And they're just really cool people. 
So you know what, you guys? If you want a fun community of people and you need something fun to do, go play pickleball. I'm boycotting tennis for a bit. Just don't be sassy, okay? Just be just be cool. Like, I'm trying to make friends. Don't you want a nice young lady on your tennis team? How are you? Your tennis team will literally die off. That's what's going to happen if you don't let any younger people in. It's going to die off. That's all I have to say to the tennis ladies. Also, I saw you all with your knee braces on. You're probably just scared because I could run all over the court. You probably can't even run around the court once. I'm just a little bit salty about it. It's fine, though. I should just, I just gotta let it go, right? I gotta let it go. Am I gonna let it go? No. And if they text me, you already know I'm gonna say, yeah, I'll come play. I'll play one match. And I will hit them all with the ball. Bam, bam, bam. Squabam. I, I, I'm not even going to warm up. I'm not even going to go practice. I'm not going to do a pre-tennis practice. I'm just going to show up. Say, ready for this? Squabam. Squaboom. With a little grunt in there. Uh, uh, uh. I'll extra loud grunt. So they know what's going on. Oh, man. I got to let it go. All right. This is me letting it go. <sighs> One, two, three. Letting it go. I have to stop talking about tennis. It's... It's driving me crazy. I got to move on to something a little more, you know, less intense. I don't know if this is, but we'll move on to it. The wildlife of the Florida Keys. All right, you guys. What the animals I have encountered moving down to the Florida Keys. Starting off, number one, fucking manatees. Manatees? I, I had never seen a manatee, I don't think, in my life till I came here. And I swear to God, I thought they had four legs. I could have sworn it was just like a tiny hippo. No. They had tails. They had little nub hands. And tail. What? What is that? And their faces? So strange, right? They live in the salt water, but they're not like in the ocean. They're, I don't understand. They are in the ocean. I don't know. It like hurts my brain to think about the manatees, right? So... You're not supposed to leave uh, fresh water draining into the canals that surround all the houses down here. Everything's on a canal because the ocean's right there. And you're not supposed to leave fresh water draining into it because the manatees, they come up and they drink. And they'll drink and drink and drink and drink and drink until they explode, basically, I think. That's the vibe I've gotten. That there will be exploding manatees because they would drink all the water. Just... Boom, Ex water explosion of a manatee. Don't, don't let the manatees drink. Where, what if they need water? Where do they get their water from? I don't know. And if I want to see one, then that's the only way I can do it. I think they are kind of cute, but if I see a manatee and I was snorkeling, I feel like it would eat me. But also, would I want to ride it? I'm not really sure. So I did a little research for you guys because I thought I shouldn't just give my own opinions. I should look up more about the manatees. So I went to the Florida Keys Marine National Marine Sanctuary website just to their little manatee page. I said, tell me more, right? Tell me, educate me. First of all, you guys, it's not just, there's not just one manatee species. 
I think there's many. The manatees I see in the Florida Keys are the West Indian manatees. I am just going to assume they come from India. But that's an assumption. It didn't say on the website. But I'm going to assume. West India in particular, how they got here. I guess they swim across the ocean. But that's also an assumption. I don't know. We'll see. So they aren't sea creatures because they breathe air. They don't breathe the water like fish do. They don't have gills. Could they walk on land? Maybe if they didn't have a freaking tail. They also can eat 150 pounds of plants a day. So nickname of manatees, sea cow. They're just like cows of the sea, basically, right? They probably moo underwater if you could hear them. Probably like, I'm assuming that's what they sound like. But they're kind of fat. They can weigh 800 to 1,200 pounds. That's like a lot of meat. Yeah, they're huge. I wonder how much cow weighs. Probably the same weight, I would assume. They look like a cow. They're just gray and don't have four legs. They also can be 10 feet long. So I'd also say that's about the size of a cow. But they're not actually really that closely related to cows. It's said that their closest relative is an elephant. So here's my theory, right? They're bringing back the woolly mammoth. They're going to put it in that one elephant. Boom, the elephant pops out. A tiny elephant with tusks and it's furry. If an elephant can do it and, and the sea cows are related to the elephants, what if they put a woolly mammoth in a sea cow made a woolly, tusky Manatee. I could see it. Can you see it? Like a furry, it's almost like a seal, but like a long-haired seal. I, I'm here for it. I'll petition to everyone. I will say the sad thing about the manatees is they're endangered because they're really slow, right? They're just slow, big animals. And so boats be running them over because they just can't get out of the way. So if you have a boat, don't run over the sea cows because I'm going to be a sea cow activist now. Sea cows for freedom. Freedom for the sea cows. Also, I, I want us to be able to give them water. If they're a little thirsty, I don't need them to explode. But can we just give them a drop or two? Just Can we just be nice to the sea cows? Maybe, maybe not. All right, that's what I got for my sea cow segment. Check them out. I'll, I'll do some pics on the gram of the sea cows I've seen. You know what is one last fun fact I read? Somewhere it said, like, the reason people believe in mermaids is people long ago had really bad eyesight from different things. And so sometimes they'd look in the water and they'd see a manatee, but they would think it was a human with a tail. I could be totally making that up, but sounds legit to me. But then that means mermaids aren't real, but they could be. Who knows? Are mermaids real or not? The world may never know. All right. We need to move on to one of the gnarliest animals that I have seen down here. And those are the iguanas. You guys, oh my gosh, they're They're huge, huge. They just roam free, right? These giant, basically dinosaurs. They're basically dinosaurs. 
they run across the road. They run in the trees. You walk outside. They're in a like. What are they doing? Why are they here? Right. I saw them trying to make babies in my backyard one time. Two of the males are over there, like letting their gullets out, and I see the female sitting there. Like, why is National Geographic of iguana mating occurring in my backyard? Why are they in the trees in my backyard? Right? Like, so uncalled for. It is so uncalled for. So, I did a little research on them, too, which actually turned into be very hysterical. I went on some website called BioBubble, and I said, tell me about the Florida Keys iguanas, right? First of all, they're invasive, of course. Who freaking knew? No way that they'd just be living here. People brought them down as pets probably and then just said, boom, released into the wilderness. They're so invasive that in 2018 they were offering 5 to $6 a head, a bounty for a head of an iguana. You go kill them, bring in a bunch of iguana heads. I've heard some people eat them too. So I, I don't know, you guys. It's crazy. They'll, they can be six feet long and weigh 20 pounds. Like, there's like the little geckos you see. And then you have these monsters. I'm just like, what if one fell on me or, you know, tried to eat me? It said on the website that if you spray it with the hose, because there's one in your yard, it will leave your yard and then it will attempt to kill you. Which, that seemed a bit far-fetched, but it said that word for word, right? It said... I don't even think it's an attempt. I think it said it will kill you. It will be on the hunt for you. So you know how we're feeding the sea cows with the water? You put the water near the iguana, you will be iguana murdered. Which I can believe it living in Florida. You know, people, weird things happen here. But they stopped doing the bounty on the iguana's heads because there was some animal cruelty laws, right? Of course, I'm sure PETA got involved and we're like, oh my gosh, the iguanas. Like, PETA, come on. It's good, but seriously, they're so freaking scary. But now you can't have animal cruelty. So in Key West, there's these iguana lassoers who come in once a month and lasso up the iguanas because the only non-cruelty way is by lassoing. Is that not the most ridiculous thing you've ever heard? Do you lasso the iguanas? If you hit an iguana twice, it's considered animal cruelty. So do not lay your hand twice on an iguana or else game over. Animal cruelty jail for you. Also, here's something that made absolutely no sense on the website. It said it is not possible to drown, freeze, or decapitate an iguana. It didn't say like it's illegal. It said not possible. You're telling me I couldn't walk outside with a machete and cut its head off? Really? I think I could. Or freeze it? They, iguanas, you guys, when it gets cold here, the iguanas lock up their bodies. They're not used to the cold and they fall out of trees. It rains iguanas when it gets cold. I'm like, you're telling me if I put it in the freezer, it wouldn't freeze. It freezes when it's 60 degrees. That makes absolutely no sense. And I can't drown an iguana. I already know they don't have gills. So I know for a fact, for a fact, I could drown them. What is it? Oh, right. It'll probably try to kill me or not even try. will kill me. I guess that's what they mean by iguana drownings. I don't know. I just, I, you know, upon reflection, 
the website that I use is probably not the most reliable. That that might um, explain some of these facts I've given you. But did I say this was the most reliable channel of knowledge? Did I say that when I started this podcast? No. I'm here for fake news. I will spread fake news if I must. And I probably did with all this iguana stuff. So the last animal that I wanted to speak of is key deer. On a key near me, a couple keys over, key away, is big pine. And they have these deers called key deer that are basically just your average looking Bambi, but they're miniature. They're the only ones in the entire world. They're mini white-tailed deer, right? They prounce around, doo-doo-doo-doo-doo, little tiny deers hanging out. And there's you can't eat them, which I'm like, what the heck, right? What, isn't that the whole point of deers is so we can get some nice eating? Guess not. <sighs> you have to, they're protected. There's less than a thousand of them, so you're supposed to respect the key deer and you can't hit them with their car. It's illegal and everything. <sighs> so I wouldn't. They're cute, but I'm just saying, they got a lot of good deer down there. And they just run around the roads all crazy-like. They're ready to get hit. Freaking insane key deer. But I thought that I would try to pronounce their scientific name for you because I found it on the website. Here we go. Odoceolulus vergianus calvium. I know a lot of you are probably into the scientific names of species, so I just wanted to put that out there for all you nerd, nerd alert, nerds. Last but not least, I was told that the only place in the world where crocodiles and alligators live together is also in Big Pine. Probably false. But there's this place called the Blue Lagoon, maybe, or the Blue Watering Hole. I can't remember. How am I supposed to remember it all? And they have some alligators living there. Two, to be exact. Only two. It's just like this whole... You can go see the gators. I don't know. And then I guess that there's crocodiles elsewhere. I I could also totally be wrong and it might be crocodiles in there. My facts aren't very good. But did you come here for good facts? No. Also, none of you probably care. I could also probably just make up a bunch of stuff and everyone would believe me. Maybe I just did. Maybe key deers aren't even real. The world may never know. Little deers running all around, eating by the crocodile. Sorry, my musical talent just comes out sometimes. Yeah, so that's all the crazy animals that I've discovered so far. I mean, there's definitely way more in the sea, but I thought we'd tackle sea creatures on another time because I was just going with the main ones that I've seen all around the town. Alright you guys, I don't know about you, but all this talk of animals has put me in a hungry mood. Very hungry. So let's take a little trip to the island of Oahu. The magical, beautiful, wonderful land of Hawaii. And the beautiful, magical island that I lived on and worked on 
and specifically worked at South Shore Grill. Now, I want everyone to close your eyes and open your senses. You walk into South Shore Grill and you smell something in the air. Is it chicken? Is it Ono? Calvi beef, maybe? Mmm. <laughs> Could be any of the above. Or is that peanut butter you smell? From the famous peanut butter cup cookies? Maybe. You peer over the counter to try to get a better view of the food. What's that you see? Tuna mac salad? Coleslaw? Are they making burgers? Quesadillas? Tacos? Wow, the choices are endless. What are you going to get? You look up at the menu, you see they have tacos. Oh, it's not Taco Tuesday though. You say, I'll come back on Tuesday for a taco. What am I going to get today? A plate lunch? Man, those look good. What about a burrito? Mmm, shrimp? Sounds tasty. Or wait, a Blue Holes burger? An Incinerator's burger? The options are endless. What about a sandwich? Or, I'm not sure, a salad? Oh man, I'm getting confused. There's too many choices, but I know I'm going to have to get some fries for sure. Man, I don't know. Those quesadillas are looking mighty fine. Well, whatever you decide, make sure you round it off with a peanut butter temptation or a mac nut chocolate chip cookie. Because let me tell you, those are divine. But you know what else is divine? Open up your eyes. That segment is over. Let me tell you. The aioli. You go to South Shore Grill, you better get cups and cups and cups of aioli, okay, you guys? Best shit ever. And then try the mac nut pesto to die for. Delicious. When I think about South Shore, I get mad that I am not in the state of Hawaii and I can't go get it because it is so delicious. It is so, so good. If you go, it is located on Montserrat Avenue, right up from Waikiki Beach. Stop there. It's affordable. Great, great food. Even better service. Shout out to Ashley, Sav, and Jayla, who are still working there. But I met some of my best friends at South Shore. Bella, like, come on. Besties for life. Shout out to Bruce, the owner. Great boss. Way to bring me and all my besties together. And way to make some killer food. Does anyone want to know my favorite memory of the South Shore Grill? My favorite memory. One day, do-do-do-do, bopping out to work. Oh, good morning. You know, doing the opening stuff in the back for South Shore. And if you get either the barbecue chicken or the cow beets marinated... In these big tubs, we pull, we cut it up, and then we marinate them for a day. And the chicken needed to be plopped in the tub. I think me and Bella were there. We were running a bit behind. And there wasn't any chicken ready. So we had the tub out on the ground. Chicken had just been thrown in. The tub hadn't been put away. I'm holding something in my hand. Walking, I thought that I stepped over the tub wrong. I stepped into the tub, right on in the tub. I fall over. 
You guys, the sauce falls all over me. The chicken. I'm swimming in the teriyaki barbecue sauce covered in chicken, raw chicken. I'm like 30 minutes into work. Like, are you kidding me? I was like swimming on the ground. It was awful. Miserable. What a miserable day. My shoes were sticky the whole day. We had to clean the whole back. And it was just sauce everywhere. Because it's like gallons of sauce. Gallons. And a big thing. It was all freaking over. Oh, man. Oh, man. But other than that, it was it was really great. I used to just smack it up eating hot dogs. I would make these complex quesadillas where I put every cheese that we had and shrimp and chicken on it. Mm. You guys, you could really chef up in the South Shore kitchen. You know we were chefing up. Oh, put some bacon on there. Oh my gosh, you guys. You guys, everyone has to go eat there. If you go to Hawaii, if you live in Hawaii, just go eat at South Shore Grill. Someone go eat there for me and send me pictures of it. And send me pictures of the aioli. Also, just ship some to me. If anyone could ship me some aioli, I would forever, forever be in debt to you. Also, next time someone goes into SSG, tell Bruce that he got on the podcast. And tell him to go listen. And also, someone should put up a poster of the podcast in South Shore Grill to promote the podcast. Thank you to my Hawaiian South Shore Grillers for promoting me. Please do it. I'm counting on one of you. I'd also like to address one thing um, coming from being a member of the redheaded community. People who fake dye their hair red, just absolutely not. No. No. That is my take on it. No. Please don't. Okay? Just don't. One, every time I go into the hair salon, right... Everyone's always like, oh my gosh, I want her hair color. I want it. Yeah, I was born this way, bitch. You're not getting it. You're not getting it. It is it is my hair color. I, it is the one thing that makes me cool, okay? I hate it when people get the fake red hair. I hate, I just hate it so much, okay? Don't dye your hair red. If you listen to this podcast and you're a red hair dyer, get out of town. You cannot listen to a whole lot of ginger and be a fake ginger. You guys, it's... It's in our DNA. It's it's a whole ginger thing. And people are dyeing their hair red to try to be a ginger too. And I'm I'm just out here trying to support natural gingers and our plight to be cool and the best hair color. And then people want to come in and try to also be gingers. And it's like, you can't. I was born this way. Right? I was born this way. You were not born this way. To quote Lady Gaga, you were not born that way. I was born this way. Well, thank you all for listening to episode three of A Whole Lot of Ginger. If you're still sticking around, I truly appreciate it. And the content's going to keep flowing. Soon, I will start to incorporate special guests too. So get ready. I have some great content lined up. I have great story times. I'm excited to talk more about the social life in living in Florida. Excited to share more about social life of Hawaii and my time there. And last but not least, I have been brewing a new little segment where I'm going to look up what all 
the people from my high school graduating class what they're up to these days. And I'm going to give some little statistics about my graduating high school class, which I think will be pretty hysterical. So just watch out for that in the next couple of episodes. Get excited. Once again, go follow on Instagram at whole lot of ginger. Remember to follow on TikTok, set a reminder. Episodes drop on Friday. I'm so thankful for you all. And remember, redheads do it best.